With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, it's Doug Gottlieb. You know our trusted partner, Tyrac.com, for fast, free shipping, free roadhouse protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of the best tires, like the highly consumer-rated Redestein Pinza AT. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, suspension, just to name a few. Everything you need to elevate your drive, simply go to TireRack.com slash sports. TireRack.com is the way tire buying should be. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare what's up this your boy laduval and check out my podcast conversations with unk on the black effect podcast network each and every tuesday conversations with unk podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness unlike my work on stage i tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement yet remind folks to never forget to laugh every tuesday listen to conversation with unk hosted by lil duval on the black effect podcast network iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Thanks for listening to the best of the Doug Gottlieb Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday from 3 to 6 p.m. Eastern Time. That's 12 to 3 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Doug Gottlieb Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. This is the best of the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. Boom! What up, America? Doug Gottlieb Show. Fox Sports Radio. Hope you're having a great day. The Doug Gottlieb Show broadcasts live and direct every day from Southern California. Welcome in. Um, turns out Steph Curry's still good at basketball. Just... Just quick update for you. There you go. There's your there's your basketball update. More NBA on the slate tonight. Dodgers season still very much alive, as predicted by uh, oh this guy, this guy. That was that was my last words. Were they not? Ramos. Ramos said had all the fear and all the heart uh, heartache uh, waiting, and ends up uh, living to to play another day because Chris Taylor is like, no, I'll just hit three home runs. I'll do my own version of uh, Reggie Jackson. <laughs> that is, was correct. That's, the last word you said was Dodgers live another day before we went to the top of the hour. What's your level of confidence? Oh, it grows more and more now with Scherzer and Bueller on normal days rest. And yeah, I, I, you couldn't be in a better situation pitching wise. If they lose, then that's just the way baseball goes. But as far as 
the situation you'd like to be in, I'm sure anybody would say, oh, this is a situation I'd like to be in. So, um, That's baseball, right? No, no, but yes. You have your, <laughs> no, you have your two right? best. You have your that's two right. Best, you, you could be in a better situation. You You'd could be, be up 3-2. Yes, and playing at home. That's correct. That's or a you better, be better situation. The you, could, you have won the series four games. None have been waiting in the World Series. Never been able to have right. a question. Right. But in the situation you're in at this correct. moment in time, yeah. that uh, is the best situation. Yes, and you're okay. coming off of, of a great offensive performance. And and it kind of feels like they're a little bit of a mess, right? Is that is that is that too far afield? Um, the Braves. Well, I mean, yeah. Freddie Freeman and Rosario have been awesome. Freddie I mean, Freeman was incredible. Yeah. Right? he didn't hit anything in Atlanta, and then he's and just unstoppable. He, yeah, un- completely unstoppable. Yeah, and Rosario has just been. A, he, what he's like twelve for fourteen. I mean, look, they're they're a very good team, and they, it's you know, it's going to take seven games to move on if you're the Dodgers. Obviously, if you're brave, same, same thing with the Red Sox. Red Sox right. have, have Nathan Yavaldi yeah. going right, and so they they're uh, they're going to be interesting. Nathan Yavaldi and potentially, I think they get they're going to throw Rodriguez, or as uh, it'll be Scherzer, but Scherzer's not going to pitch till tomorrow, right? That's tomorrow, and then uh, Sunday would be Walker Bueller against Charlie Morton, who wasn't wasn't great in his last start. So yeah, they they, they have to feel good about themselves. I, I mean, relatively relatively speaking. I mean, you're throwing Max Scherzer out there against Ian Anderson. I I feel good about Max Scherzer. Yeah, his look, ERA in the first inning is like six point three four or something like that. Is that yeah. bad? Is that in is one that inning? Uh, it's, not great. <laughs> it's, it's not great. It's not great. Okay, so look, last night the Browns end up getting a win on Thursday night, which uh, we I think we were all wrong on. I did have the under, so I went one and one last night. Browns and the I had the uh, I had the Broncos and the under, and uh, I want to get to the Browns. I do think it solidifies what we've thought. And look, the Saints believed it. The Jets knew it. The uh, you you name it. The the Carolina Panthers. Like remember, Teddy Bridgewater's kind of bounced around a little bit here. And even when he was in Minnesota before he hurt his knee, he was really a game manager. Everybody likes Teddy Bridgewater, which is why he'll be in the league for twenty years, unless he wants to go and do television. Like Teddy Bridgewater is that well liked a human being in the league. He's just not that good a quarterback. And if you can't capitalize on the amount, the, the amount of injuries that they had, that the Cleveland Browns had last night and, and granted the Cleveland Browns have so much more talent than you do. It's silly, but not on a night like last night. But if you can't, it does speak to your long-term viability. But I thought like the story was really more the Browns. I mean, I have a ton of Browns takeaway, and you know it's a Thursday night game, and we don't want to take. But, but I mean, I I I think Odell Beckham Jr. is washed. I think once again in this system, you know, a decent running back looks like a great running back. How many of you could have picked Ernest Johnson out of a lineup before last night? You can't now. You're like, dude, he won me my fantasy game already. And then of course you got Case Keenum who. Um, I will point out, I feel like Cowherd just, he just, he latched on to my Baker Mayfield's Case Keenum. Like they're the, Case Keenum is the, he's like, um, you guys remember the movie Multiplicity? Right? Remember Multiplicity? Was that, was that Michael Keaton? It was Michael Keaton. It was Michael Keaton. And where Michael Keaton, he, he just, he didn't feel like he had enough time at home. So he got, you know, he, he, um, what's it called when they, they clone you? And then, you know, then they made a clone out of the clone, and that one was was uh, shaving his tongue. 
right? Copy of a copy, like a VHS. But the idea of a clone, like that's who Case Keenum is. Case Keenum was six years in college, same system, even played for Cliff Kingsbury, you know, running around, throwing back there, making, making kind of plays. They're kind of the same guy, only Baker has a slightly stronger arm, slightly better quarterback than Case Keenum, but still kind of limited by size, limited by athletic ability. Case is probably better at running around back there. Baker's just a better thrower of the football. Here's Kevin Stefanski on Case Keenum's performance. Case fought like he always does. I thought he orchestrated the operation. He took care of the football. And then that was a huge play at the end there, uh, or not at the end, but in in the end zone there uh, on fourth down, just to make a play, fighting for extra yardage. But he, he did a great job fighting. Here's Stefanski on his new running back. I could single out a bunch of guys, but Dearness Johnson to me is just a warrior, great teammate, Uh, what he's fought through in his career, and then to go have a a night like that and and to end it how he did on that third down, I thought was just uh, outstanding. I mean, the the idea that a guy was not drafted and was fishing on a fishing boat to pay the bills, like that's amazing. How much does fishing, fishing professional, like how how much do you think that pays? How much does that pay? He went for uh, 146 and a touchdown. Remember, he played in the AAF, which we told you all along, whether it was whether it was Johnny Manziel who did play in the AAF, right, or the XFL or whatever. The idea is, like, you just got to play football, put tape out there. You can't, be, can't not be working expecting people to, you know, come and give you a contract, come give you a chance when you don't have any recent tape. But I, I look at this thing, and I, it's a win for Stefanski. It's a win for that style of football. It shows that when you're down, even when you're down offensive linemen, that running the football, you know, inferior offensive linemen can become superior offensive linemen if you can hone their focus on running the football and being physical and firing out off the, off the ball. Where those guys struggle is a lot of times in pass protection. That's when you separate the men from the boys because in pass protection, you're, you know, you're going against Von Miller. You know, who's just, he's even, even Von Miller at this point in his career is just a freak athlete and he's better than you are, but in run blocking, it it's just different, but what a huge win for Stefanski. What a huge win for his coaching. They did. So Odell Beckham Jr. Was out there, but had essentially no effect on the football game. You do it with a backup quarterback, with a third string running back, with backup offensive tackles, with, with injuries all over the place. That's a, that's a coaching win. That's a front office win. That's a, hey, if we make the playoffs this year, Case Keenum is a big reason why. That's his job, to come in one game here, one game there, and and just run the offense, just be good enough to not be the reason that we got beat. And mission accomplished. If the Browns make the playoffs, if the Browns go to an AFC championship game, hell, if the Browns go to a Super Bowl, no one's going to remember this game because... You had so many backups. It's a Thursday night game. There'll be games against the Ravens. There'll be playoff games that people talk about. But this was a gigantic game. You hadn't played well in a couple weeks. You don't have your quarterback. You don't have your tackles. You don't have some of your receivers. You don't have your, your, your top two running backs. And yet, here you are. You beat a team like the Broncos, who aren't super talented, but they, they got some talent now on both sides of the football. That was a lot more fun, a lot more interesting than I thought it would be. Granted, I'm sure a bunch of you didn't watch, but I thought it was pretty good football and pretty telling. And it felt like the last time we really, really got to pay attention, hoping Odell Beckham Jr. becomes some shadow of the guy he used to be when he's really just a shadow of the guy he used to be. 
All right, coming up next. By the way, this uh, show is brought to you by one of our favorite cities, Las Vegas, the greatest show, greatest arena on earth. Every game, match, race, and competition, it is always on. Whoever you root for, whatever sport you love to watch, the biggest games are even bigger in Vegas. So let's make sure to plan your trip today at visitlasvegas.com. Visitlasvegas.com. Okay, John Gruden says the truth will come out. What does that mean? Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com and within the iHeartRadio app. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in Ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park that's 1-800-GAMBLER I bet you're smart Yeah, and you like to hold your own in the group chat. We can help you drop even more knowledge. My name is Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Azadi. We host a daily news podcast called Post Reports. Every weekday afternoon, Post Reports takes you inside an important and interesting story with the kind of reporting that you can only get from The Washington Post. You can listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. Go find it now and hit follow. Doug Alley Show, Fox Sports Radio. So John Gruden offered some words last week, briefly speaking with the HBO's Real Sports podcast about the scandal. 
Andrea Kramer, who, of course, has covered the league for years, relayed what Gruden said. Maggie Burbank, who produces the story that we just did on Mark Davis, she actually called Gruden and he picked up the phone, much to, I think, her surprise. And he's still in Las Vegas. He's letting the dust settle. He said, people who know me know what I stand for for 58 years. I have a resume of 58 years. The truth will come out. It's certainly cryptic. So now apparently, you know, Congress getting involved. They want to see and know what's going on with Dan Snyder and emails, et cetera, et cetera. When, when you hear truth will come out, like I didn't think that was cryptic, but when somebody posts that it's cryptic, now it becomes cryptic. Does that make any sense? Like, Jay Stu, did you think that's cryptic to say the truth will come out? I, I, there are a lot of words that come to mind, but cryptic is not one of them. No, that, that seems pretty straightforward. I, I just don't know what the truth could possibly be. <laughs> Um, I'm going to venture a guess in a second. Bayer, do you, are you, when you, it just doesn't feel like clearing your name is cryptic. I, I don't know. I, I feel like the cryptic thing has thrown everybody off. I, I think, th- I think clearing, yeah, clearing his name is one thing and having other people also be implicated is totally another. Do you think that's what he means? Um, I think he means the latter. I think that he means other people will be brought, yeah, their information will be brought to light. I don't know how his comments could be, you know, cleared up. For example, well, I, I, if I, Bruce I, Allen used the same phrases, I'm just hypothetical. We we don't yeah. know. It still doesn't, you know, give John Gruden a pass to. I no, I think if Bruce Allen if he had used the same phrases, I think he would have gotten dinged in this thing because he's not currently in the league, right? There's there's no there's no logical reason why Bruce Allen wouldn't be implicated if he had used the same language. Right. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Well, considering he's connected to this stuff, but this does one of the one of the critical points of this investigation is that John Gruden was the you know only one dealing you know only one that has been hit with this. Right. There is this assumption that there's there's a smoking gun out there somewhere else, and that the, this is the NFL and and like look it it does feel like you're. Um, what is the movie I saw? God, it was a multiplicity. No, no, we just talked about multiplicity. <laughs> the, no, there's a, a World War II Dune movie. Have you guys? Has anybody seen Dune? Not yet. Okay. I mean, do we we have any idea on this thing on 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 Dune if it's any good? So, I don't know what it is. Well, Dune was a well a best selling novel that they made into a movie in the eighties, and it was like a a train wreck, like over budget, and it sucked. Uh, this one's supposed to be better, but I have no barometer. Hmm. Um, Ramos, you are a resident cinephile. I I know it's on HBO Max, I believe, which I do have, so maybe I'll check it out. Okay. Yeah, I, Jason is right though. Wait, the so you previous don't, you Dune, you don't you don't, you don't, you don't have McLaughlin. to go. What's you don't that? have to go to the theater to see it. You can do the Yeah, HBO I think it's on Max. HBO Max. I think it's also uh streaming live or streaming for people who have HBO Max. That's my Is this a prequel to Hoth? <laughs> is that what this is? <laughs> no, but he thinks he thinks he's so funny. He actually is. Very funny. <laughs> he actually is very funny. It's really good. There was a recent sub movie that I saw and maybe I saw it on a plane where um uh, they were, God, who was that? It wasn't, I mean, I've seen Das Boot. I've seen Hutton for October is my personal favorite. I've seen Crimson Tide. U571. Uh, U571. Okay. I've seen that one. But there's there's more of a, a recent one. 
trying to think of what, what it was called. Like, who was it? There was a, uh, it was T- Tom Hanks was in it. Oh, um, the one on Apple TV Plus? Yes. Oh, my God. That was such is. a, that was a great movie. Greyhound. Grey, oh, it was so good. Okay, there we go. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. Okay, so it was Apple TV. That's where, that's where, I mean, you know, it's one of those when you're watching it late at night. And you're <laughs> you like, don't know where you're seated on? Yeah, yeah. It's really, Greyhound's very, very good. Have you guys both seen it? I don't know about Jason or Dan, but I have seen it. Yes, that I was have not. Awesome. I have not. I, I need to see it though. It's it's really really very good. tense and like you're oh my god. The whole sitting, thing yes. is tense and uh, feels real. I mean, he's incredible. It's it's really well done. Anyway, um, they have these. You know, they 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 had these. Um, you know, they're trying to get these U boats who are in the black pit, which is you know that, that mid Atlantic gap. You know, where you're there, they were, you know, just sinking ship after ship after ship. Anyway, they, you know, it's like the, uh, is it called a subterfuge, right? Where it, it throws off the scent of the torpedo, right? Where the torpedo chases after the heat or whatever. And th- that's what blows up. That's what most people think Washington's doing, right? That the Redskins, the formerly known as the Redskins, now the football team, are first they threw John Gruden under the bus, then they threw out the Sean Taylor thing. Like anything we can to please don't look at what's really going on here. And that that's I think what Bayer's getting at. Am I wrong, Bayer? That that's I believe what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, I think so. I just if that were to come out, I think it would be worse. That would be the cover up being worse than the actual crime. Um the part about Dan Snyder being implicated, apparently he doesn't have a personal email address, so they're not going to find any emails with Dan Snyder. So I, I think the whole thing is interesting. I don't know. The cryptic part is the one that I think throws us off because there was nothing cryptic about it, only in that, I guess if it's cryptic, we're trying to figure out, does that mean he's clearing his own name or does that mean other people are going to get thrown into this thing? I mean, why, why would he say he's got a resume of 58 years if he doesn't think his name will be cleared? I mean... But is there anything that could possibly come out where you're like, oh, those homophobic comments were justified? Like, yes. there's yes, nothing that's going to clear his name. I disagree. How? There's some, are there some Carl Nassib emails? Are there some emails where he's, you know, where he champions Carl Nassib's ability to to come out of the closet and be the first openly homosexual uh, NFL player? I think that are there other emails out there from that same time period where he's actually a, cha- a champion? This is kind of what I've gotten to. Like, look, I understand how everybody's reaction is when you read it. T- totally understand. It feels it feels when you read it like sophomore high school guy in the 1980s or 90s just talking trash on everybody. That's what it feels like to me because there's some language in there like just I don't think most people use anymore and. You kind of felt like a head of a football organization or a guy who's a leading analyst on ESPN, not going to use. So I, I think there's a little, and and I do I think that's how he talks. Yes, but again, that does not, uh, it does not necessarily a racist make, right? Like, what are you actually doing with your job? Are you actually, you know, are you using these words? But in reality, you're very open to change, or have you evolved on? homosexuals playing the NFL or yeah, I, there's a lot that could come out. So I actually do think there's a potential of other emails, other people swearing by him, other things that he's done that people haven't seen that he hasn't championed that 
Right now, if he throws out there, you're like, oh, you're just doing the I got a black friend, so I can't be a racist thing. But the reality is he hasn't been a racist. He's been the, you know, Andre Rising came and had his back. There's other guys who have had his back previously for things he's done for players of all races. And maybe that's what he means. I just don't know how would he know that there's implicating emails to anybody else unless it was already on his email chain. And if you feel like it was on his email chain, wouldn't that have already come out? Stug Gottlieb Show, you're on Fox Sports Radio. John Middlecoff joins us. Three and Out is, in fact, the podcast. Um, what do you take from this? Uh, what do you take from this, Gruden? You know, the, the, the truth will come out, and uh, it's, it's deemed to be cryptic. Do you think that he's going to clear his own name, or do you think that there will be other people <clears throat> thrown into this? Well, I don't, I don't necessarily know how you clear your name. Like, his name was on those emails, right? I mean, he resigned because of the emails. Maybe what he's talking about or alluding to is that other people are going to go down with the, uh, the shrapnel as well. Because, I, I mean, in fairness, obviously I live in the East Bay where the Raiders used to be. I know a lot of Raider fans. There's a difference between defending the guy and thinking that the Raiders. Now, granted, this fan base has always thought this, and granted, a lot of times the league has come after them, and they have a long history of that. They went after Daniel Snyder and the Washington football team, and the only thing that came out of it was John Gruden and, and the Raiders. So I, I would guess he's alluding to that. I think the tensions, it's been well reported. Uh, I think the tensions in the Raiders' operation, and I talked to someone on the staff that, you know, I think their whole coaching staff thought he got railroaded. Not that they agreed with what he said. I think Derek Carr said it. They, they all, you know, it, it was an uncomfortable situation. But how could we go after Dan Snyder and end up with Gruden? And then, you know, it's one thing if Gruden got taken down with like 10 other people, but he was the only guy. <laughs> and I, I think it's a bigger picture thing. And this goes back to a lot of Raider fans that would say, you know, and, and I don't think they're wrong on this. The league wants Mark Davis gone. You know, Vegas, now that they're there, and let's face it, the big reason they're there is Jerry handled it, the league let him. I mean, it's not like Mark Davis was wheeling and dealing. And the Vegas market, now with the power of gambling and just the power of that market, I mean, you know, we live in California. I mean, I think Vegas and Scottsdale are going to grow at rates over this next couple decades that are going to be like California used to be. It's just way cheaper to live there, especially Vegas, no state income tax. And then all the casinos are based there. So the 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 amount of cash that's on the line for them to get, you know, a big boy owner or, or a new guy with a lot of cash and that can wheel and deal. And I, that's what, in my, my theory, is it's just kind of starting with that. Now, I don't know how they force Mark Davis out, but it, it does feel like they've been circling like great white sharks and he's the guy on the surfboard up on the top of the water. It's Doug Gottlieb show here on Fox Sports Radio. Um, okay, last night. I just my takeaways from the Browns are one. I kind of think Odell Beckham Jr. is washed. Um, let's just start there. I mean, is it too quick to call him washed considering he's coming off an ACL? But I mean, it, it, it's it's one thing to have uh, have uh, n- not have the same explosiveness. It's another thing now to be dropping the ball where you were most known for your ability to make spectacular catches. Is it too soon to call him washed? Yeah, I mean, I, I think any time as a player, Odell Beckham was not Julio Jones or Mike Evans, right? He was a smaller, lighter-built guy that was built on elite explosion and change of direction, and he was just a high-end athlete, right, like Russell Westbrook or something. So you tear your ACL, it's 
especially a little, you know, as an older guy in his career, and I know he's not like 35, but it was going to take some time. But let's face it, like it was going weird in Cleveland before he got hurt. And one thing with offensive coaches, and that's really what the Browns have had under Baker Mayfield, if you can give them great playmakers, they will try to get the ball in their hands. They will do it. You see it a lot with these now athletic tight ends. They did it on Monday Night Football with Dawson Knox. I saw the Steelers did it a couple weeks ago with Eric Ebron. You, you do whatever it takes, end around, get the ball in stars' hands. I mean, Andy Reid's made a career out of it now with Tyreek Hill and, and Kelsey. So Stefanski, who I think now has a pretty good track record, like the guy knows what he's doing on offense. And offensive skill guys explode under him. And for whatever reason, he does not like Odell Beckham. He can say whatever he wants. Uh, and I don't mean personally. I just mean as a player. They're kind of over him. And this notion that he's going to get traded – Part of the reason Stephon Gilmore, who was injured and a much better player when healthy recently than Odell Beckham, was so hard to trade, and the only reason they got a six for him, people don't have cap space. Like, he's not a tradable player for guys with lower cap numbers. I, I, I just think they're kind of stuck with him, and uh, I, I don't even know if they'd be able to give him away, to be honest with you. No, it's a weird thing. And, and I, I mean, look, Stephon Diggs left Kevin Stefanski and has had a, a – you know, yeah, he's, he's, he's an elite player. I mean, in the peak of his powers, and he didn't get hurt. And he went to Josh Allen. You know, I mean, Josh Allen's a better quarterback than anything Odell's playing with. Uh, I, I mean, Baker's okay, but that's, that's fair. I mean, I just think the, the Beckham thing, because I, I thought he was an elite player as a young guy. It was, obviously, he benefited from the market, but he was really good. And for whatever reason, focus. You know, I, I mean, listen, I, I'm not around the Browns, but – it clearly feels like offensively, like when you just watch their team the last couple of years, you go, God, Jarvis is really into football. God, Nick Chubb is really into football. Does it feel like Odell's really into football? That, that's yeah. my thing. Like these guys, like you watch Nick Chubb and Jarvis Landry play under Stefanski, you're like, these guys are, every team in the league would want these guys. You watch Odell Beckham play, you're like, I watch a lot of football. It's like, he doesn't, did he look any different than the Broncos wide receivers running around out there? I didn't see much difference. Nope. Nope. I, I I don't I I couldn't separate like just just a guy. Um, uh, Denver becomes now they got to get a quarterback. It's it's official, right? <clears throat> yeah, I mean it's beneficial. Uh, I, I tweeted this last night and listen, Teddy Bridgewater. I have nothing but respect for him. You know, everyone that I know that's been around him, they love the guy. I've seen it firsthand at a Raider game. I think his first or second year in his career, and I used to get there really early. The way he treated kids in warmups. I mean, his character is pristine, and he was an okay player before the injury. I don't think he was ever going to be what some people thought he was going to be, but he was solid. And to overcome that injury, and he's proven, like, he's a really good backup. But when backups, and I said this on the podcast last night, at any position, whether it's you're filling in for Joey or Nick Bosa or whether you're filling in for a quarterback, one game, you can be fine. Hell, two games, like, you might not notice that big of a difference. But every game that goes by, especially in football where they specifically game plan and a position like quarterback, you just get exposed. And his team, you know, when he filled in for Drew Brees, that team was stacked. And I remember a couple games, he didn't have to do anything. Their defense was making plays. Their special teams were making plays. And he could have a game or two here and there. But if he has to start ten straight games, you know, six or seven of them are going to look like, oh, my God, what is going on here? And that's what's happening. And I, and I think, I don't blame him. You know, he went to Carolina. He was adamant, I'm going to be good. Like, wasn't that good. Then he came here, he wanted, really wanted to start. He's just, he's a backup. And I, I think that's just, that's just a reality with a lot of guys. I mean, how many good quarterbacks are there in the first place? So he's, he's miscast right now, and you're right. 
The problem, though, Doug, is how do they get a quarterback, right? I mean, I've, I watch a lot of college football. I don't see any guys that I would take in the top ten. Uh, Matt Corral, you know, I, I, I don't know. I, he's not a top ten quarterback. I, I, haven't, I haven't seen the Liberty guy, but clearly I don't think the league views him as some elite prospect in, in terms of that level. And then you look at the guys you could trade for. Well, it's going pretty well for Aaron Rodgers and the Packers right now. He's going to leave the Packers to go to the Broncos? That would make no sense. Absolutely, it would be the most moronic personnel move by a player in recent memory. And, you know, Russell Wilson, I guess we'll have to see, but was was Denver even on Russell's that random list that he threw out? I don't remember them being on it. So I, I, who are they going to get? That would be my question. I don't know. Um, let, let's go to the other big story of the week, which <clears throat> which was Deshaun Watson and this rumor that – Miami wants to make a move for him now. Uh, meanwhile, Miami today came out and uh, said, hey, we're happy with our quote. Two is our quote. It D- doesn't mean anything. But I do wonder, who do you think is leaking this to John McClain? Well, I, I think it's Houston. Because I, 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 I don't blame drive, them. Drive up the probably, price? Yeah, and just get, rid, just get rid of this issue, right? So they don't have to talk about it. They don't have to just deal with the ongoing saga. I think their problem is going to be, <clears throat> how would you offer, you know, I'd offer a first-round pick for sure, but how could you offer the real package, right? When Russell, Rodgers, and Watson were going to be on the open market, we're all like, you know, especially for Russell and Deshaun, and Deshaun's way younger than all three of them, it was like, you know, three ones and a two and a player. You, you could not do that right now with his legal situation. But if you're Houston – you're like, yeah, I can't just give him away, you know, because if I was my, if I was any team, I'd trade like a second-round pick for him right now. Worst-case scenario, he goes to jail. It's like, whatever, it was worth the risk. But they're kind of in a weird spot because I understand that their team's terrible. They're just trying to kind of reset everything. Deshaun's never going to play for them again. But if you're even Miami, who maybe you're just trying to take advantage of them, they're desperate. They're one in five. Like you said, Brian Flores had to say, this is the second time, Doug, in like a month and a half he said that. Remember – I think right before week one, remember he got in front of the team with Tua and was like, Tua's our quarterback. Like, how often do you got to say that? This isn't high school football. This is the NFL. You never, people don't even talk like that. I, I lived in the San Francisco with the Jimmy and Trey. They, don't, they never talk like that. And they got two quarterbacks. So it's like, it's just, it's a disaster. And I don't blame the owner for being, hey, guys, I paid you guys a lot of money. I trusted you to do this complete rebuild Sam Hinkie style. And then you had the opportunity. I'm just some super rich guy. You guys are the football guys. And you picked the wrong quarterback. I mean, I'm watching football every week, and I see this other guy with the Chargers. We could have had that guy. We passed on him. And you can say, well, John, everyone would have taken Tua. Well, if I'm Steven Ross, it's like, well, I'm paying these guys to not be everybody and know the right decision. So now you read these stories like they're fighting for their jobs. The thing is, you could argue Tua, taking Tua over Herbert – you know, a lot of guys in the league might have, so it won't just ruin their ability to get jobs in the future. But if you trade for Deshaun Watson and something comes out where it was valid and he gets in serious trouble, like that could end your career for a while, ever being a head coach or a GM again. So it's it's a slippery slope for these guys, surely being, you know, pressured by the owner to figure this the hell out. It's Doug Gottlieb show here on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, how fixable are the Chiefs issues? Well, their offense has been fine. I mean, they just they obviously had the turnovers. Mahomes throwing a couple bad turnovers. Can't run the football un- anymore, though. Can't you know? Yeah, not had a couple unlucky picks. But you know, the history of Andy Reid. Andy Reid's run game is the screen game. 
So the, the, as long as Hill and, and Kelsey are healthy, the offense is not going to be the issue. It's just can their defense be functional, you know, and just force a couple field goals instead of touchdowns. And one big issue, one of their safety, Sorensen, and, and he's got a soft spot for BYU. It's where he's from. He always has a BYU guy on the team. And Sorensen's been a role player on, you know, they're really good teams, but he's been getting just destroyed. So they, they made a switch with him. And if that can just help them out a little bit, hard to tell against the football team. Um, but, you know, I, I think they'll be fine this weekend against Tennessee. I, I'd expect them to get their mojo back as the season goes. Now, is it going to be as easy for them just to be in the Super Bowl again? Obviously, their defense is going to have to play a lot better. You know, I, th- I think we would all, if I told you Hill, Kelsey, and Mahomes are healthy for a playoff game, you're going to feel good. But if they have one of the worst defenses in the league, it just it can be it can bite you. So if their defense can just get a little better, they can get some guys back for injury health. I, I don't. We haven't really seen any like Deshaun Watson type names on the defensive side of the ball, mm-hmm. but. You know, Andy's always willing to wheel a deal. Like, if, if a player, again, I don't even know, Jalen Ramsey type player's not even out there, but, like, they will just say, hey, we'll give a first-round pick for a Pro Bowl-level defensive player. They won't hesitate to do that. But they're operating, and they will continue to operate kind of like, you know, like a LeBron team. Like, they're, they're trying to win the Super Bowl every year because they have this this quarterback in the peak of his powers. And, and still, like, they're probably not going to have home field advantage, clearly. But do th- you think they're intimidated? You know, to go on the road and get a win. Now, again, you gotta you gotta tackle and you gotta stop some people on defense, but they they know they can score with anybody. Yeah, no, I I I get I, I get all of that. Doug Gottlieb show here on Fox Sports Radio. Um, okay, um, did we know? Did we know that um, Mike McCarthy is this bad at in-game decision making? Uh, I mean, I, honestly, Doug, I think most coaches are pretty terrible. Uh, and in fairness, and the overwhelming majority of people listening to this and that talk about this have never been on the sideline, right, and been the head coach. It is, I don't think, as easy as it looks. I'm not trying to defend them. I, I would have fired Mike McCarthy last year. And even this year, I think their team is, I mean, honestly, you, if you told me they were the best team in the NFC, I know the Cardinals have the best record, but I think you could make the case for Dallas. It, it's, you know, it's hard. I don't think pe- coaches are comfortable. Things happen fast. That clock's moving a lot faster for a guy on the sideline. You know, I know he's not necessarily calling the plays in for us on the couches, but I, 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 my question with McCarthy is, like, what's he really doing? So, like, back to what you – if he's not going to be a, just a dominant, you know, clock management timeout guy, well, he's not calling the offensive plays. Kellen's right. doing that. Obviously, defense, especially teams, he has nothing to do with. Uh, what's he really doing? Uh, now, clearly, he gets – when you're the head coach, though, you just – you could say the same about, like, John Harbaugh. He doesn't call offense or defense. He just kind of motivates and, you know, swings some swords or has some motivational speech pregame, and we give him a lot of credit. So, yeah, I mean, I, I think the overwhelming majority of coaches, including the top, like Nick Saban, are not, like, dynamic with timeouts at the end of the game. No, but he's especially bad. <laughs> and he's won a Super Bowl. It's not like he just started doing this, and he is really not good at it. And again, I don't know him personally, and I have nothing against him or anything, but it does go back. Aaron Rodgers basically alluded he didn't think he was the sharpest tool in the shed, right? Right, right. And Aaron Rodgers seems to be correct. John Middlecoff, three and outs, the podcast downloaded. It's awesome. John, have a great weekend. Thanks for joining us. See you, Doug. You too. Will Ben Simmons play a game in a Sixers uniform? Find out next. Be sure to catch live editions of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. What up, Doug Gottlieb Show? Fox Sports Radio. Hope you're having a great day. Doug Gottlieb Show continues on. We, there was some epic foreshadowing by your boy. That's me. Epic foreshadowing brought to you by, right? There was some epic foreshadowing that I was able to, uh, to come up with. And it was, it was pretty simple in that, when Simone Biles opted to not participate in most of the events at the Olympics, I, I, I wondered what would it look like if, and it's not a, a direct parallel. Like, I don't think that in men's sports you will ever see a star athlete, and she is a superstar athlete in any sports world, but she, she's a superstar, obviously, in gymnastics, say, I can't 
participate in our sport's biggest event because of a mental health issue. Now, the truth is she had what's known as the twisties, which um, we, we look at when you hear mental health, you get all the, you get all the, the, the people who like you, you're just not sensitive enough. And like, look, there's all different levels of what a mental health issue is. And as I've told you before, generally, this is a generalization, but it's a true generalization. Generally in sports, in sports, um, what allows athletes to be well, better than the rest of us is that they can push through Brett Favre when his dad dies can still perform. You know, how did that guy do it? How did he overcome? Who was the kicker for he's a longtime kicker? And I think he was kicking for, I'm going to say either the Falcons or the Buccaneers. Remember his son died. Matt and Bryant. It was Matt Bryant, right? And Matt Bryant kicked that weekend after his son died. And I'm like, I'm crying watching. He's crying, kicking extra points and field goals. And you're like, how does that guy do that? And the answer is like, that's the, that's the spirit of athletics is that these men and women are able to compartmentalize their fears, their anxiety, uh, even off the field depression, any sort of issues, and then go out and perform way better than we're actually capable of that's the that's what makes them them right so when so look it's a it's a different deal now so ben simmons this is not lebron before the nba finals right and i ben simmons obviously is a different dude and has a different background and wasn't subject to the crimes that happened to Simone Biles. But remember, if we're fair about Biles, that wasn't what she said it was about. It was never brought up. It was more the gymnastics things and having the twisties. He said he's not mentally able to perform with the Sixers. Not mentally able to perform with the Sixers. So what does that, what does that mean? Now, to most of us, I'm just going to assume here, right? To most of us, we we read this and we see this and we're like, come on, dude. You just don't want to be there. And so you're going to use every possible excuse in the books to not play. But are we supposed to be, are we supposed to be sensitive to it? Right? You, you guys tell me, like, am I supposed to be sensitive to Ben Simmons because Ben Simmons... Well, he tried to no-show, then he showed up so he'd get paid. Then he seemingly purposely got kicked out of practice. Now they're going to return home, play in front of Philadelphia fans who are going to give him the business, and suddenly now he's got a mental health issue. Byer, you tell me, should I be sensitive to Ben Simmons? Um, no. Why not? I just don't think that there has, from everything that is that we've heard over the last, what, three months since the Sixers, four months since the Sixers were eliminated from the playoffs, none of this has been brought up. I agree. We, I agree. Um, now, it does, doesn't mean that, it, again, I agree with you, okay? 
it, now, now a psychologist or somebody else would say, well, that doesn't mean it doesn't exist. It just means Correct. he didn't share it at this time, yeah. whatever, all the stuff he's going through. And I have no doubt that there's a mental health issue there. There's a, I've, I've seen it myself where when you, you miss shots, you don't shoot, it builds up and it's like stage fright. You can't even get yourself to shoot a basketball. I have no doubt there, but is it so debilitating that through an entire offseason he can't work through it? I don't believe it. I think it's bull, but I'm not allowed to be sensitive at all to it, right? Which is kind of part of my, I understand the stories are far different, but again, that plays into, wait, we're, we're, we're picking and choosing based upon what we actually believe in terms of mental health. Yeah. And the, the, the whole reason why I hesitated is exactly how I think you know, and because you don't want to just pass it off because I believe it is a real thing. But I don't believe that that is what is the issue with Ben Simmons right now. Now, maybe maybe this is developed because of how things have gone on with the 76ers. Maybe I should be more sensitive to that. But there just didn't seem to be there didn't, you know, there, there just never seemed to be that narrative. Both sides were talking. Both sides were agreeing on getting out of Philly. Then he lost money. And so then he shows up at the team facility with people not even knowing that he's going to be there. And then we find out he can't recuperate the money. And he's just hanging. Like there's, I don't know. It just, it, it just seems like there were other issues than his mental well-being at the time. I, I, I well, you and I actually agree. It's, it's just this interesting space in which, which we're in. Let me ask you, Jason Stewart, how do you, when you hear a guy go, Hey, I got mental health issues. How do you, how does it land with you? I mean, in a vacuum, I would take it at face value, but it's way too much under water under the bridge here. Right. Especially if you read these reports now that like the one caveat or the one loophole in, in, in the collective bargained uh, contra- contract here is that um, the team has to pay you if the reason why you can't play is for mental health issues, it's almost like his agent went down the, the, the contract and said, this is the one thing that we could use here and still get paid. Um, I think there's, I think there's a healthy skepticism from a lot of people here and it's, it doesn't look at insensitive. Um, the Simone Biles thing I think is a completely different situation. Um, that was, that was just kind of out of nowhere and us reacting to a, a certain situation to Dan's point. There's been so many, uh, you know, building blocks here that it's like, okay, now you're going to go to this one. I mean, I think that skepticism is not insensitive here. That's my long answer to your question, Doc. No, no, I, I, I mean, I, I love that answer because I actually, I, I mean, I actually agree with it in many d- different ways. I just think it is, it's interesting. I mean, like, look, finding the loophole where you still get paid. I mean, it's, it's kind of diabolical and. You know, saying you have mental health issues generally is like saying, hey, my mom has cancer. And then you lay off the yo mama jokes, right? Like everybody's like, whoa, 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 stay away there. Um, but he just doesn't have any equity. Doesn't have any equity. Yes. Yeah. And I, and, and I just I think that the, the damage that it could do um, going further, if this isn't the case, to uh, real mental health issues like, you know, you, you mentioned Simone Biles. Simone Biles was competing in the Olympics and then tried her, you know, vault and it didn't work. Ben Simmons just didn't show up. I mean, like there, there's, there's something about going through and, and, and all of it. And, and so when she walked away, like she gave an attempt, Ben was just staying away himself until he started losing money. 
So it's it's very difficult to for me uh, to compare the two. And then you throw in the U.S. gymnastics and the sexual abuse that went into that organization, and 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 so to me, I I can't even I can't even compare the two of being on 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 the same page. Um, I agree, but I also think that you know again, it's it's one of those like, all right, do we do we call a guy out for faking it? <laughs> yeah, that's you what know? I'm worried about. Like, I mean, that's that's what I would be concerned about because I think that there's been great strides in in this and and so now you know we've had we've had people who have questioned other athletes and i just this is to me is the the most uh, obvious that i have seen where i just it's i i just i think it's different i think it's different than uh simone biles i think it's different than naomi osaka and it just to me is just you know almost like a you know crying wolf in essence. Oh no, I, I don't th- I doubt it. I also think Naomi Osaka's is completely different than than Simone Biles yeah. is completely different than like yeah. you pick. Like N- Naomi Osaka didn't love all the attention. The problem was like her career path was one that brought her more and more attention. Like she wasn't comfortable being under whatever level of microscope she felt like she was under, and yet you were on the cover of Sports Illustrated. You did light the the torch. You did win the U.S. Open. Like these are things, and you win the U.S. Open is in with within your field, so that's an achievement. But the other stuff is stuff that you could have easily like. Hey, I just I'm not comfortable there. It's like there's a bunch of different sides to it, and I felt I, the the Osaka thing only bothered me in that felt like she blamed the media for something that was going on with her personally. And I felt like that was unfair calling out the media as mm-hmm. being unfair, which I, I didn't think they were ever unfair to her. Yeah. Understood. Um, yeah. Um, so yeah, they all are different, but it is fascinating. And it does feel like Ben Simmons is one of these rare guys that with every next move that they figure out, he has less and less equity with the public, right? Less and less equity with the public. Yep. You know, had he honestly, had he said, Hey, look, man, I'm having some, and he said three months ago, I'm having some issues. You know, anybody who's ever dealt with, with mental health issues in sports, call it the yips. I can't get myself to shoot. I can't make it. I'm just, I struggle in front of a crowd of people shooting the basketball. Like he didn't even have to do that. If he said like all this stuff is related to, to mental health issues, People would have been like, hey, you're good. Take all the time. The problem was we didn't hear any of that. You know, we all we heard was he's working out with his guy and they're posting these videos, you know, of him working out and making jump shots. And then I don't want to play for you anymore. I'm putting my houses on the market. I'm not showing up. I'm going to show up. Then I do show up. I got my cell phone in my pocket. Then I don't want to participate. And now you go mental health issue. Yeah, I mean, it does. It sounds exactly like Boy Who Cried Wolf. Exactly like that. To your point, Doug, it's like, um, you know, I, obviously Twitter's a real bad barometer, but I don't know if you saw this, but the Sixers are kind of getting some blowback for calling for the psychiatric uh, evaluation, right? And to me, that's like a business protecting their own. That's what they're supposed to do. It's like uh, that story with Kobe, Kobe Bryant's uh, wife, Vanessa. It got leaked that the Orange County uh, is is asking for a psych eval of her, and they're getting a bunch of stuff. But these are people protecting their enterprises here. This is this is the way businesses run. But it's gotten to that point in society where you can't even question anything that has to do with mental health. 
Yeah, I mean the the I don't know enough about I I read I I know what you're exactly what you're saying with the Vanessa Bryant thing, which I believe honestly is that's kind of par for the course, right? It's it's par for the course. She's saying her mental health is affected by the fact that these sheriff's deputies shared these photos, which is just awful, right? And she's suing them. She's suing them. So as part of defending yourself, there's I'm sure a lawyer is like, okay, well she's got to get a mental health eval, right? That's that's how we do it, and then. I'm guessing her lawyer, somebody from her side, leaks that out. Are you kidding me? You want this woman whose husband and daughter died in a helicopter crash to get a mental health eval? And the answer is like, yeah, that's actually what we do. That's how that's the pro- how the process actually works. So I'm I'm with you. I I don't think it's as sinister as it's being positioned to be. At Bed three six five, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.